Dead Workers Party, a Smite podcast. Dead Workers Party on Smite, episode 204, recorded on May 8th, 2014. I'm Brent Copeland. I'm Eric Fullerton. I am Afro Monkey. And I'm Kevin Sayer. Say your name again, Sayer. Oh, I see what you did. I say her what you did there. Say your oh name, a say your name. No, Kevin, you need to get on our level. Welcome to episode four of season two of On Smite. It's going to be a good one. Yes, sir, it will. We have a lot of awesome stuff this episode. We got a ton of stuff. We got a a, a patch that's gigantic. It's like miles long. We got a new god. We got Dry Bear. Yeah. We talked to him this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, we forgot to tell him so he could tweet it out. Tweet her out. We're jerks. Well, we'll we'll, uh, we'll give them uh, the so link someone to tweet the YouTube out right video. Now. Yeah, yeah, and someone tweet out right now. Hey, Dry Bear, they're they're about to play your interview on uh, the channel. That's yeah, right. do it. That's right. You love us, and we love you. Yes, we do. We really, so, really do. Uh, we're gonna get started here with uh, with some awesome stuff. You're gonna love. You're gonna love. You're gonna love it. Hey guys, what's cracking? I expect what? like water and tentacles to flail out when that happens, <laughs> or at least a time. duck. Yeah, yeah, at least a big rubber ducky or boomstick. <laughs> yeah, a little boomy sticky. All right, so this week, uh, I guess we'll keep this little segment short since we have so much stuff. Hey, but uh, hey guys, what's been going? What's been cracking? Hey, hey, can I go first? Yeah, yeah go, sure. go for it. So listen, so I, this week I decided to start playing League, and I started Ooh. yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And you know it's 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 definitely it's conquest, but it's you know there's higher stakes. People are you know they are tend to kind of get a little angry. I had two games today with this one guy who was just he was mean. He was not a nice person. But the real cool thing was the first league game I played yesterday. I was on the same team as Andenster, which was uh if you guys don't know who he is, Andenster is the jungler for cognitive gaming. Nice, and nice. he was on my team. Is that the only he, game you've won so far? Actually, I've won five games, but that was my first. Oh one. wow, you've played five. Le- He's in the positive. I played, I you- played nine. I played nine games actually. Jeez. I won five and lost four. Wow. Yeah, and he but, was a great crazy. jungler. I, I we spec that game. He was uh, Hoombots. Yeah, he was yep. like four billion and zero or something. He was That's he crazy. went eighteen and one. So <laughs> eighteen. The game and was one. only the game was only twenty minutes long. He went eighteen and one. Uh, it almost to kill a minute. Like think about yeah. that, a kill a minute. Like, yeah, there's a reason he's crazy. the uh, number one or the the like number three jungler in the world. Yeah. So I mean, I don't actually know where to rank the junglers, but there's a reason he's on the third best team in the world. Yeah. So have you moved up? So, are, you, are you ranked up? I am still in bronze five, unfortunately. I only have sixty five points, but uh, because of my four losses, <gasps> but I'm working on it. I really want to get to yeah. bronze four. Well, quit losing. Hopefully, yeah. Y'all, uh, <laughs> you know, it's good advice. Yeah. I think. But uh, but league is fun. It's awesome, and it's I like the stakes. But uh, the real cool thing is I got to play with Andenster. So basically, I'm a I'm a pro gamer now because I played with him. Nice. That's how it works. Wait, play with a pro did, gamer, you become one. Did you yeah. get paid? Because that's uh, technically what pro. Yeah. Means. No, I didn't get paid. paid. I went two and zero as Al Kwong so. in that game. I never died, so that's good, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. All right, uh, Brent. What'd you do? So, um, 
I I played some Smite. I actually uh, got in a game with Kelly, and it's always kind of weird getting in a game with like Kelly or Bart or something like that. You're kind of a little giddy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she was on the other team, and she was Odin, and and it was Arena, and I was Cupid, and I, and I just like I kind of sucked. Like you know, Cupid, you should be getting kills. I only got two kills, but I didn't die any, and I got twenty assists. Yeah, wow, that's, nice. That's so I decent, but uh, you know they had a lever. Uh, near the end, like so, but it was it was a pretty fun game. Um, but uh, one thing that uh, that I've kind of noticed this week in, in playing against some Amirs is that his circle doesn't. It, it seems like I get out of the circle and I still get registered damage. Yeah, and I think it's just a maybe a latency issue, like where it's like on his screen, you know, he pops it. And just because of latency or whatever, you're one step over and you're like, oh, I'm safe. But really, you get damaged. And I think they need to maybe look at that and see if they can fix that. Because I think it's more important on your screen to know when you're out of it um, than when you're in it. So I think they could even make it larger than it's supposed to be. And even on that edge, you wouldn't take damage. But because of latency, it would still kind of look like that. Like I, I, Like, on the person who's doing it, it should be the same size. But on the person who... <laughs> Who is trying to get out of it? Yeah, it should be a little bit bigger. So yeah. that way everybody wins because one guy's like, "Oh, they got out of it," but yeah. you're like, "Yay, I was still in it, but I didn't get damaged." Yeah, like yeah. see, you get mad when you still get damage and you're out of it, but if you're still in it, you don't take damage. You're just happy. It's a, just a happy day. Win win. <laughs> yeah. That's that's my idea. Um, also, it was really cool. I was eating my lunch the other day, and uh, one of my good friends at work, Chip, uh, said, "Hey, man, you got to uh, check out the Smite Smite stream. Bert's wearing y'all's shirt." So I went over there, and sure enough, he was wearing the Dead Worker shirt. And I yeah, said, you know, baby. I said, hey, thanks for wearing the shirt. And uh, he was just leaving the stream. He was like, oh, hey, uh, thanks for the shirt. And he like kind of stood up and like showed it off. And he was like, thanks for the shirt. And everybody needs to go listen to the podcast. So that was really awesome. Yeah. Nice, sweet. Uh, and then sadly enough, Dragonbiter came on next, and and I was saying hi to him, and he's like, where's my shirt? Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't give him one while we were down there. So uh, we got to mail him a shirt. I think we're out right now. Uh-oh. Uh oh! Uh, I can just mail him one of my shirts. It won't have the Deborah's party logo have, on it. But. Oh, oh god! Just, like, so you have one. multiple have yours? I'm not even gonna wash it first. I'm just gonna let him wear my stink <laughs> for a couple days. How about this one? The one I'm wearing right now. It still just has Kevin's nipple juice on it. Oh, oh god! Uh, oh. Okay. Anyway. So, Paul, how about yeah. you? I hear you've been playing with Kelly too. Yeah, I played a match Ew. with Kelly today. How'd and I, I, she was raw, and I was Kali, and. I uh, didn't do well because I have not been playing Smite much. Yeah, and um, I had, actually I think I was tied for the most kills on the team, but we we lost. Oh, that and, still sounds like you did well. If you I mean, I I did I, I I did okay, but it was one of those. It was an a, an assault, and we just kept getting pushed. And because assault's not really a great game mode for melee characters, so it's just. It was just a bad time. You say melee, I say melee. <laughs> Whatever. Let's write the whole thing off. Mm-hmm. Isn't that how it goes? Something like that. It's mandatory. So what about I think you, you Eric? Nailed it. So Siege, of course, came out this week, and I think Nuwa is kind of nice in that mode. Uh, her ult kind of locks off everybody uh, walking down, uh, you know, the the tight corridors. <laughs> um, what? 
Anyway, <laughs> this silliness going on. I don't know what's happening? You can continue, Mister Fullerton. Uh, so I'm I'm trying different gods, trying to see what what works in siege mode. Uh, we'll talk more about siege mo- mode later. Uh, uh, still kind of focusing a lot on uh, arena with uh, Loki. Yeah, got him to level six or seven. I forget now. Um, he's going to be my, my third legendary for sure. Now he's too much fun. I'm still not burnt out with him. I just want to keep playing him over and Mm -hmm. over again. Uh, so, and also I got into watching some really cool Alienware arena cup videos. These are commentated videos of arena matches, um, which are really kind of fascinating. And I actually watched a lot of the, uh, Alienware arena cup live. Mm-hmm. And it was just one. It was great seeing competitive play in a game mode that was outside of conquest. Yeah, you know, it, just seeing that was awesome. Yeah, but those games, in a lot of ways, are sometimes more exciting than conquest matches, simply because the action starts a lot earlier. Yeah, there, there's uh, more engagements, and of course, when engagement occurs, it's there's so much happening that I found myself, and I'm watching these on uh, youtube.com slash smite pro on that channel and these these matches happened a week ago so i'm a yeah. little bit late with these but i found myself rewinding every time a huge engagement because you know the the um the commentators are are yelling and they're trying to keep up but there's so much happening so i'm like wait 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 what just happened let me rewind because there's like five different people attacking different things and there's just a lot of stuff but what was really cool about um uh, all three matches and i i watched the um uh, Team Solo Mid uh, versus Exposed, as well as uh, Game Changers versus Cognitive. And uh, at the last second, the very last second was just awesome. It was like, you know, it's like one to two tickets. It's like one ticket off, and it's like, who's going to win? And all of a sudden, a- an engagement happens, and then game over. Yeah. Well, and you're fi- like, who won? Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> wait, what just happened, right? So I rewind, and I watch it. And, and of course, I'm listening to their, their uh, commentary wrap-up, like, okay, what really happened was, you know, while, you know, Sun Wukong was in the animation of doing this, you know, and and uh, and, and uh, Scylla was in the animation of doing her, you know, monster, you know, uh, a minion got killed. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it was like it was like people died after. It, it's so insane. So like the final second, if you were to watch any of these matches, like the final second of any of these arenas is really awesome. So. Um, if you don't watch the whole thing, just watch that. Or it's like a basketball game; just the final couple yeah, minutes is all you need to watch. Like well, fr- from ten tickets on, each each team is always like one ticket off. Like everybody's so balanced. Like everybody's like either really scared to engage because they know that like, I mean, two, two deaths can, and you're and you're done. Yeah, anything That's could really cool. anything could change the tide of of a, a winning match in arena. So it's 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 very fragile. Uh, but I think that's kind of a new, cool thing. Also, I just noticed uh, today uh, one uh, a new thing that I hadn't seen before is uh, you know they they have a uh, top plays and everything of all these uh, tournaments going on. But on Smite Pro, they have top fails now, <laughs> which oh. is kind of cool. Uh, and a new video just came out six hours ago uh, from uh, uh, week week one qualifiers. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, so I'm I'm really digging the Smite Pro channel. Uh, if you're not watching that, that is the battleground of the pros. Mm-hmm. There you go. And speaking of, okay, go on. I I also want to say that it seems like a lot of the top 
tier teams are playing in a lot of the like you know octane pro uh, and tier monster they they do the 3v3 tournament right cognitive was in that that tournament this past week and they they won it and and i mean it was brutal yeah, like yeah. watching. Well, that. yeah, I see what these teams are getting paid or something. You know, to play the game that they're like you're you're doing every tournament that you can do. Cause well, we I, get I, the names out there and need to get uh, win well, stuff. So, well, yeah. also just a just a plain old practice. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, speaking of um, you know uh, that stuff, tournament stuff. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Our, basically our our news this week is uh, uh, the week one uh, regional qualifier was this week and. And the NA rankings goes like this. Team Dignitas came in first, Snipe second, Cog third, uh, the Game Changers fourth, and Critosaurus fifth. That's in the NA. In Europe, it's Cloud nine, then Team Solo mid, then Pipe, 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 Pipe. I-5. They're I-5. Uh, I, like, I like Pipe, 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 Pipe. Five Pipes. They're a bunch of, uh, bunch of ash heesh smoking uh, Smite players. Uh, so worth I-5. Gaming and then Agilitas. Uh, and the MP- MVPs for NA was uh, Zatman from Dignitas, and EU it was Half Devil from uh, C9. So, Cloud Nine, yeah, interesting. Yeah, and who who was it that uh, moved to Cloud Nine recently that everybody got freaked out about? Young uh, Bay, Young Bay, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, that's cool. Change it, change it up, you know. Keep it, keep it interesting. Yeah. Uh, also read an article this week. I don't know if y'all saw this, but it was. Uh, it was about Smite, and it was called "Can a Third Person MOBA Work?" And uh, I really didn't like the article. It was, seemed like it was from someone who kind of already had a bent viewpoint and oh, didn't really even play Smite. Yeah, and didn't even really play Smite enough to kind of um, get some things. You know, uh, there are some specific things, and, and I made it, actually I commented on it, but uh, specifically he was saying that. Um, um, uh, da, 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 da. Oh God, where did it go? Also, uh, uh, being stuck behind your player uh, gives you less control and freedom uh, than the other MOBAs, and I, and I kind of disagree about that because I, I think there's more to it. There's uh, more audio cues than other MOBAs that yeah. kind of free you up and let you know when when some things are happening, uh, and the wards and being able to see people through the map with the wards. Like you don't really. You can't do that in a top-down because you've got to actually scroll over to look at this area, right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, in Smite, I can see all the way across the map that someone's in a ward area because of the outline. Yeah. yeah right? Like you don't if, get that in top-downs. Or, Absolutely you know, not. if I'm playing Neath and I want to snipe across the map, you know, yeah. if there's any teammate near them or they're near a ward or they're near something that gives me vision, I can do that. Whereas with other MOBAs, like you said, you have to scroll over to that side of the map to attack, if, even if there is a global attack that's like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, theirs that's nice is basically a aim. Like, you shoot it, and then and it just goes straight across the map because yeah. it, they can't do that same mechanic. But, but just you know, if I shoot it straight across the map, I don't know if I'm... I can only really aim at people who are in my immediate area, basically. And then if it hits someone else that's across the map, then it's kind of like, oh, yay. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's awfully like, <clears throat> it's like apples and oranges, really. It, it's, like, it's like Xbox and PlayStation arguments, Mac and PC. Like, 
I guess there's not really an easy mode like a, you know, third third person is any easier or more challenging. It's just different, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah like, and I think it's one of those things. Whatever game you're playing, you're going to defend more and find out. Right. You know, you're going to have why it's better than the other one. And, yeah. and there's going to be people who always are going to say, or not like Smite or not like LOL in favor of Smite. So yeah. So like if if you're among the ranks of a gamer and you enjoy all games and you 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 like a challenge i would just suggest to play them all and you know see what works best for you but uh but that's cool that there's an article there and uh, you know that there is a contrast and people have opinions but opinions are like asses and they make horses out of beef and stew what? Isn't that the saying? <laughs> Beef and stew. You're I weird. I don't man. know what that saying You're is. You're absolutely weird. Anyway. Um, so, uh, we do have an interview coming up, and uh, I think we're going to do that after this next segment, but it's mm-hmm. with Dry Bear, so stick around for that. Uh, but I think that's about all the news we got this week. Yeah. Cool. I have a message for you. Gotta go fast. Yeah. Yay! Yay! I What's love in that this? bumper so much. Zach, today Mercury's oh mail sack is just packed full of like stuff, stuff, mail, and other things that we don't even want to look at or mention. <laughs> you were gonna say testes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were testing you. We we're testing. And if you, you. want to get into Mercury's mail sack, you can just email <laughs> your question or comment to smiteatdeadworkers.com. Yes, and it'll be awesome. Yeah. Okay, so this first one here comes from Bob the Titan, and he sent us a link to a Wikipedia article for Der Ring des Nibelungen. Yeah, I think that's about I'm right. Like I'm fairly certain you butchered that. So well, I'm not going to try it. We'll link to it in the show notes, I think. We don't really do that, but yeah. whatever. Uh, and he goes on to say, this probably wouldn't make it to Broadway, but if it did, I would go and see it. It has a lot of Nordic themes, and even one Nordic god is a main character. If I remember correctly, it also has Loki in it somewhere in a supportive role. The characters not directly related to Norse mythology are, however, readily interchangeable with ones that are. Thank you very much for reading this, and have a nice day. And dubitably. Bob the Titan, and he's uh, going from our, I guess, our top five yeah. from last yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about um, Broadway plays that uh, these Smite gods would be in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So, uh, Daring des Nibelungen is, uh, yeah, yeah, his, his choice, right? <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Bob. Yeah, I, I looked that over, and it's it's you very, rock. Uh, in- yeah, intense. Whoever reads the next one, you're welcome. <laughs> So from uh from <laughs> <laughs> this guy yeah from uh Fook Luong <laughs> yeah yeah I'm pretty sure that's right I played in the beta test server for Smite and the best god apparently for siege mode is Nuwa because she has giant walls that can block enemy players and the siege engine for moving keeping it in place P.S. I hate bands and I don't hate you i love you but i hate your opinion there's a bunch of love there i can see that <laughs> so we're going to be talking a lot more about siege in the um siege the day segment later on so yeah I, what what do you think about i guess that one comment though what like which i think that's i like that like it's it's kind of like how you can use emir to block walls in arena or to use his wall to block the tower in arena yeah it's the same idea you use 
But nuance like specifically. Nuance. It could make sense. Yeah. Think pushing towers, get the minions out there. Yeah. 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 Or I, I, it would make defense like if you're basically trying to push the other lane, send new wall over by herself just to stop the tower, slow it down while you mm-hmm. push that lane, take out a tower, and then everybody fall back and support new wall to keep them from pushing your lane. Yeah, I, it'd be I magical if games happened like that. Well, Plus, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss it more in detail what I mean if, by that. But If uh, Nuwa properly were to place her tower as well and, and then stand in front of the tower so it could stop, you, she could get it in the lightning bolt so it would be constantly being zapped by her by the lightning between the four pillars. And that could uh, really deal serious damage to the tower then because it's a constant hit. See, I, yeah. That's true. Okay, so... So doing uh, dealing damage to the siege tower or blocking it altogether, putting it mm-hmm. on one of the four posts, which I didn't even think about doing actually when I was defending, and I always go on the left lane, which is the defense lane, uh, as Nua, and I was throwing it down kind of in the jungle. I, I would throw it down in different situations, but never to actually stop the siege tower from moving. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's a thing. I I don't know. To me, it's like by the time. Uh, you get mid-game, the towers aren't um, really that potent if you're attacking them. Yeah, that's like, true. You can take them down so fast to me that... Yeah, especially hunters. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I We'll talk about it later. There's some. I think there's some changes that need to happen to yeah. Siege Mode. But Nuwa is definitely cool, I think, for Siege Mode. Better than Arena, I think, because... The, the the clay soldiers is great for tanking those uh, siege towers that are coming at you after all your uh, minions are dead and there's just so many utilities that Nua has that are pretty great for siege mode so mm-hmm. but anyway but thank you Fook Luong <laughs> this next one here is from Slotic. wow our names tonight are, uh, <laughs> are weird Sladic is uh, wants to know what's the DWP Smite clan like and how can I join from well, Sladic from Sladic. If, if you want to join, uh, we don't have a permanent link up yet. I would like to hopefully we're gonna have a link on the website soon in the days to come. But until then, you can. This is gonna sound so lame. You can go to tinyurl.com/lsl97cx, and you can fill out a short form that just gives us basic information about you and what you'd like to play and time availability, and uh, we'll look at it. And if you fit and you can be there. Wait, wait, wait. I, you wait, wait, you didn't make a custom URL with tiny URL. You know you could type out a word. Yeah. I, you you can? Yeah. Wow, I'm a noob. Well, but LS, take it I one further. <laughs> take well, it one further. I don't think Slaydick is talking about the, uh, like, we have a clan and then yeah. we have oh. a, a smaller group that's actually trying to, like, I'm not play a smart man. competitively. To join the DWTP uh, Smite clan, just find us in game and, and we'll add, we'll pretty much add all listeners to it unless you're a douche. And as soon as they find out you're a douche, we kick you out. Yeah, and we do that quite rapidly. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's rule, what, rule nine, rule 10, whatever. Yeah. Whatever that rule is, don't be a dick and you'll be happy in the clan. We'll be happy with you. Yeah. But actually, th- this form is actually pretty great, uh, Nivy, Kevy. Well, now you can go to tinyurl.com slash DWP party. 
There you go. And that'll work. And now you wasted that link. We can never use that tiny Earl for thanks when we do the party later. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. thanks a lot, man. But but yeah, that that's actually a nice form. Uh, you fill it out. Uh, good questions there. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. and yeah. well, this is relevant. I'm, I wanted to mention this last week. If you do want to join our like competitive team, do that. Then I wanted to say that last week. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Glad but Slodic is in the chat room, and he was talking about the clan. Well, I'm sorry, Sonic. I don't know anything. Okay, so yeah, just add us in game, Eric Fullerton. We're we're all our real names, right? Eric Fullerton, well, Frank Copeland. And I mean, Afro 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 Monkey is a weird is real name, but <laughs> Afro Monkey is not my god given. Paul Lockhart is my god given, but yeah, I go by. Nick Harris is almost my real name. It's just backwards. Yeah, so. you have to figure out yeah. how to spell it. Yeah, I uh, don't want to hide. Yeah, get, give us a holler in game, and uh, we'll hook you up. Exactly. That is the real information that you need. <laughs> <laughs> Not my terrible tiny URL link. That's right. Arr, let's move it. Showbacks parlay parlor. Nice. And what do we have today? Today we're going to talk with uh, Dry Bear. Uh, this is a two-part interview. We're going to play the first part tonight and the next part next week. So uh, here you go. It's about uh, 10 minutes long. And uh, enjoy. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Today we are here with Dry Bear. How are you doing, Dry Bear? I'm doing terrific. How are you guys doing? Great. Excellent. So I guess let's just jump right into it. How were you introduced to Smite when you in the, in the first place? Oh, man. Um, so I've... I played Heroes of New Earth for about three years or so, um, and I played Dota 2 for about six months during the first international, um, and then League of Legends for a little, around a year. Um, and then what happened is one day I was kind of browsing, uh, I believe it was Mobifier, it was one of those guide sites for League of Legends, and I saw the ad and I heard a friend talk about it, and so uh, I ended up playing it. At the time, they had a deal where if you paid... Um, for the 800 gem pack, you get access to the beta or to the closed beta, and you can play. Uh, so you like fun. I was bored. I had something. I needed something to do, and so um, I bought the gems. I got into the game and immediately bought more gems, and it fell in love. And that was uh, kind of the start of all of it. Hmm. What around what time of the year was that? Um, well, they were in alpha up until I believe May 31st, 2012, um, and I picked it up around like June 8th or 9th. 2012 okay. so literally right when they went into closed beta so so back back then like when everything was new and and new to high res too i mean they were just starting their moba sure. how broken sure. were the gods back then <laughs> well the one that is always referenced is release guan yu uh that's the one that kind of gives shivers out everyone's spines um i don't know it, it, it was strange right because uh hyra sirius uh we as a whole i mean uh, started with you know kind of like an MMO style, then into an FPS. It was more of like the open space type FPS with tribes. Uh, then going right into a MOBA, where MOBA is heavily filtered, heavily heavily moderated, heavily balanced. I mean, balancing MOBAs is one of the more challenging aspects of of gameplay design because there's just so many interactive aspects of it, and there's less room for um, let's say an FPS where you know if you have the aim, you can beat anyone who has something that's more powerful than yours. Whereas in a MOBA, if someone's eight levels higher than you, it's less likely you're going to be able to do anything, regardless of how good you actually are. And so the balance is very highly important there. Um, so in the beginning, the gods 
were unique in a lot of aspects and some were poorly balanced. But I think the, the issue with the early stages of Smite was mainly just the fact that um, the archetypes weren't there. Um, across right. the board, all kind of classes like Mage, Bruiser, Guardian, Hunter all had the same kind of stats. Um, and so, you know, late game a mage would be 300 HP less than a guardian, uh, which didn't seem to fit the role. And I think that really the, the whole idea that the roles weren't clearly defined was the biggest issue in balance in the beginning, and not so much the characters themselves, excluding, you know, certain situations. I think, uh, you know, Guan Yu, obviously the biggest one, where that was just a total nightmare and a total <laughs> failure. Guan Yu was remade like three times. But in general, I think it was really just getting into the MOBA mode than it was the characters themselves. Did you awesome. did, did you fall in love with a like a your first god back then and do you still like that god if you did uh, yeah, absolutely. It was Zeus, um, and the reason uh, I'm kind of one of those quirky gamers where I like to play the character that doesn't do very well. Um, I not, I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I feel like if I'm playing a character that is too strong or currently uh, the the colloquial overpowered, I don't feel comfortable, and I feel like it's not a good measure of how I play as a player. Um, and so at the time, Zeus was a very uh, cryptic character that no one knew how to play, and so I loved him for that. And everyone said Zeus is the worst character in the game. And I was like, you're wrong, um, and that's actually what led me to start my YouTube channel. Is I made a guide. My very first video ever uh, was a guide for Zeus, and then I just learned how to make videos and kind of just spat it out, and it was the worst video ever. But uh, it's definitely kind of like you know humble beginnings there, and it really it set me along the path. Nice. So, what then led you into streaming after, like making the first YouTube video? I guess it's kind of a natural uh, progression. It, well, it kind of, yeah. It was it was more of a catalyst, uh, the, being the fans. Um, I started mm-hmm. making guides, um, and then I saw people doing let's plays, and I got a decent amount. You know, I was got like my first guide got like I was like eighty nine views. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> it was like six people liked it, and then I started making more guides, and eventually I started doing just full like gameplays. Um, and it's been such a long road, uh, you know, individually because I did pretty much all of it, actually all of it on my own up in the first year. Um, and so I started doing gameplays and, uh, you know, being an innovator, I wanted to like, try to do things that would engage the audience and trying to get them to come back and watch my videos more and more. And what I started doing is I would, uh, you know, when I was dead during the, uh, the game, instead of cutting that out, I would actually cast my teammates like a shout caster, you know, I was just like a sports caster or whatever. I just as a joke, um, just to fill that dead time where I was actually dead in the game and I wasn't doing anything. Um, and after a while, my, the fans actually started to like it. Said I was, uh, you know, I, I, they liked that I that I was uh, pretty decent at it, and so they were pushing me to uh, start streaming and start casting. Uh, where I actually got, um, I started streaming, and then about six days later, I started casting right after uh, for some casual tournaments there. So the streaming came about seven or eight months after YouTube. I was doing that for a long time um and then i finally started streaming because they were pushing me to do it yeah it could have gone worse if you just decided to die more so you could cast on your <laughs> yeah <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> just cast all the time just awful at this game feeder but he's so good at casting <laughs> <laughs> yeah see to the plus yeah so i guess then the uh well, would it be fair to say that your casting community involvement is what hi-res was interested in when they kind of um Came to you, or is it sure. something else? Really, do you think it was? Know? It was a combination of so many things, and it, it, it mm-hmm. kind of leads into you know what I do at High Res as it stands right now, which is just such a widespread thing. It's it's a little uh, strange, um, but I, I you know I was in school for computer engineering. Uh, recently graduated, actually, I graduated the day uh, before I left for the launch event, um, and so a lot of programming and web development and that kind of stuff. 
Um, but at the same time, I was also doing kind of uh, building up with the YouTube and then the streaming and the casting. Um, and so it kind of all coalesced into something different and kind of grew into uh, this like this widespread thing where, you know, I would cast on the weekends all serious, then I'd be, uh, you know, silly during the days, and then I would play playing the game making guides. And so I think the interest was more... Um, you know, here and there, where they wanted this, they wanted that, uh, they wanted all kinds of things, um, and ended up being, you know, brought on to build the forums um, mm-hmm. that are active now. But it was like, you know, we kind of wanted them to cast, and casting was the first, actually, was the second thing. The first thing, um, actually, they, they were tied together. It was, I was brought on to stream during the week and then cast on the weekends. And so that is really the combination of what brought it together. So, with all that casting with the 200K, what do you? How do you see some of my esports e- e- like growing and changing? You know, with the uh, with the new tournament series and everything, there's a tons of stuff going on. Like, what do you what do you see and what are you excited about? I'm excited about the future. I mean, we have so much planned for the world, and, and they're not going to be ready for it. But you know, it's it's funny because talking to some of the developers who have been there since the beginning, uh, you know, Smite was a, a pet project. Uh, while Tribes Ascend was the the foreground, and they're just thinking, you know, this, you know, it's fun to play. You know, we play it uh, when we're on break or whatever. But this game has no potential. Uh, we're not really gonna, you know, put any money into this or whatever. And then it just started growing in little by little. And, uh, you know, there's so many novel ideas in the game where, you know, you have this third-person aspect and there's gods and goddesses where there's lore pretty built into every character and there's history that you can kind of uh, look into yourself. And I think that it's just, it's such a well-built and genius idea that everything kind of moved itself along. As far as esports go, uh, amazing stuff. Um, uh, It was renounced... Recently, that we actually got uh, WE World Elite, um, the Chinese uh, team, to join up for Smite. So that we have an official World Elite team. We have you know SK Gaming, Dinitas, uh, you know all the big names coming in. And, I, and it, with the launch event, I think a lot of people saw potential. Um, and you know we kind of peaked a lot of, of uh, eyes and ears and pointed them in our direction uh, with how we handled that event and, and how we you know ended up putting on a show. And I think that realistically, we didn't think it would get here. Um, and uh, I don't think we'll be ready for where it's going to go, but it's certainly exploding and has a really big future uh, if we just keep on the grindstone and pushing it forward. And I think a lot of people agree uh, with how they play. I mean, people love the game. They play it all the time. They're playing it you know, all throughout the days. And uh, you know, I remember when I first joined the Smite game uh, stream rotation, uh, it was, you know, peak was around 100 viewers. It was like 40 to 50 usually um, and if you you know got up to 100 and you cross that threshold you're like yeah I'm doing really well and then you know today we did patch notes and we got 11.5 thousand uh, you know people watching the patch notes and then average of watching people stream is like 2 to 3k uh, and it's just it's mind blowing how far it's come and that just kind of like shows where it's going to go so what about the what are, you, what are you super excited about with this patch that's coming up right now is there anything um the league system probably uh, it's very innovative and, and very interesting the way it works and I think the old league system was just a pile of poop it just needed to go uh, it just kind of shuffled out the door and the new one comes in and, and it's a lot cleaner and you know there's war- rewards now uh, siege mode is also a good thing to look at it's a lot of fun uh, play testing it and kind of running through it uh, a little bit shorter but definitely kind of puts more aspects and I think we're one of the, the few games that puts a lot of effort into making new game modes while we're making the game and so you know we have this 
long list of game modes and match the days, while the central focus is obviously Conquest, there are people that only play Arena or only play, uh, they'll probably only play Siege or, you know, they'll come in and play the specific game modes. Assault's a big one as well. There are people that only play Assault. And so when you think about Smite as a whole, we built it as a MOBA to be around Conquest, but then coming out with these fun you know, side games has been growing. And so I think Siege is also a really big uh, turning point for the patch that's coming up. Do you have any ideas for maybe a Siege meta that we're going to be seeing evolving? Oh, man. Um, it's hard because question, the, play tests, the play tests are so spread out. I mean, you, you could have you know, me and nine developers that, <laughs> that come in and you know, they don't know the game too well because they spend too much time making it. Um, <laughs> and then you know, one day we have you know, more people from the publishing side that play the game a lot or we have the streamers or whatever the case may be. It's a very wide and varied group of playtesters, and so it kind of moves around, but um, it, it definitely shortens the god selection a bit, because you can't really play characters like Ares or something like that. You need to have heavy push, um, you need to have high intensity and high mobility, because you need to be moving around the map, you need to be pushing the towers, you need to be protecting the siege minion, um, and kind of getting into the mid. So the characters that are more about the team fight don't really fit as well, um, so mm -hmm. I think it's going to be the fast characters, the assassins, the heavy pushers, hunters have a big role, because of course the physical damage is great for taking down siege towers um, and towers themselves, but um, I think the meta will be very similar to Conquest. I think there are just certain characters that won't fit at all, and they'll be excluded. And, of course, mm -hmm. uh, the way you move around the map is going to be inherent to the game mode, where you start at a certain buff camp, or you know, you're always coming back for the Silver Fury or the Siege Monster once it finally comes out. Uh, but I think it's going to be very similar to Conquest. Awesome. So that was our interview with Dry Bear. Yeah. Uh, he goes on to uh, talk about a lot more stuff that we'll get into uh, next week. We've got about another uh, 10 minutes of interview that we'll play next week. Yeah, that was great talking to him. Uh, so great guy. Yeah, yeah. Good and, insight. And really funny. Um, I, I'm actually, uh, I, I think we were going to talk about it later. Well, actually, we'll talk about it later. We're going to talk about it if we get to the Agnes Hot Topic later. But uh, I was watching uh, the, the stream this week, like I said, with uh, Bart and then uh, dry bear and he is so intelligent about the game and uh, humorous too so it's like it's like a double whammy but yeah. i learned something this week and and maybe we make a segment at some point about it be like just the tip and then like neath giggles Huh? Like uh, that? Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, but the tip that i learned from him was okay so like when you're leveling up your you your abilities mm -hmm. um like you can't learn the same ability a second time. You got to like go to a different ability. Yeah, but yeah. you can save your abilities. Hello? So yeah, yeah, if for auto auto build so, kind of thing. No, no, no. So okay, so say you're building say Alquang and you only want to do like your 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 you know your three and your four and your your one. You don't really care about your two that much. Mm -hmm. Well, when it gets there's a point where you either have to pick your your one or two. But say you Slow really want level. your cloud mm -hmm. or um. Your ult, you don't buy your ability. You wait until you level up again, right? And then when you level up again, it'll let you buy your ult, and you can buy your cloud. Ah, so that's you, interesting. Yeah, so you just save your abilities uh, for a couple levels. And I think level nine's one of them where it happens oh. again. So there's a few different areas where that works. So it's, it's a really cool, cool tip, and I tried it out in a match. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. That's kind of cool. Okay. Is Kevin still connected? Yeah, I'm... I'm Working on it. Kevin's okay. coming back at some okay. point. All right. Well, that's that's an awesome tip. Uh, well, cool. And uh, so that uh, interview with Dry Bear, 
was right before Siege came out uh, publicly as a beta. So that was the the preview to that. And uh, so next week, uh, the other part of the interview. And I guess we'll keep this show a moving on. Patch of the Pantheons. Ooh, we got a big patch this week, don't we, Aphrodite? <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really big patch, Eric. Thanks, oh, Aphrodite. Is that what Aphrodite would sound yeah. like? No, identical. No, not at all. You don't think so? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we got some amazing things here. Uh, wow. Uh, Where do we god? even start? We start with a new god. There we go. What's his name, Paul? Osiris. Osiris. And he is the uh, the warrior in the Egyptian pantheon that we have been wanting. First premium skin, Miley Osiris. There we go. There we go. Well, and would there be a wrecking ball involved yes. with this? Yes, sir, all? there is going to be. Instead of that weird whip he's got, wrecking ball. Big got one. It. I Big hate one. both of you. <laughs> so this guy, he's a warrior. He acts more like an assassin, kind of a kind of like a uh, a new school nemesis. Remember how Nemesis used to be a warrior and now she's an assassin? Well, well, she's still technically a warrior, but people build her like an assassin. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I, I mean by that. I, I think Osiris is kind of following in that footstep. It, he's kind of... I agree. People put rage on him, and they put, you know, all this stuff that you do to an assassin. I don't know. Oh, no, he's a well, jungler supreme. Yeah. Like, I, I was watching the vi- his reveal video, and I'm like, this is, this is a jungler. Mm-hmm. You guys say he's a warrior, but he's literally a jungler. His gank potential is tremendous. With, with his, his one, which causes a slow... His two, which does extra damage to the person that's slowed. His three, that makes them do less damage to him, and then they're stunned. And then his four, which is just a jump that does serious damage. Mm-hmm. Those are four gank abilities. And none of them are good for lane clear, which is why it's ridiculous that he's you know, cataloged as a warrior. Because a warrior is someone that is either in solo or maybe support. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> and they need some kind of lane clear, which he has none of. So. Right. Also, his basic attack progression does an AoE, and you know what AoEs are good for? Killing jungle camps. Right. right so, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't know what, I, I mean, I would have been fine with them making him an assassin, but it's silly that he's called a warrior. That's what I think, anyway. Or if that, you're going to make a warrior, make him have warrior abilities and not jungler abilities. Right, Yeah. Maybe more single so. target kind of things, but I don't know. I mean, you have Tyr, he's a warrior. He has his fearless is a not a single target thing. I don't know. His well, cleave no, also. Will, but, well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Osiris. In, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the Osiris segment. So <laughs> let's let's move on. We're also yeah. on the patch. We have the seeds mode, which we're gonna talk about in a uh, full segment because there's a lot of data to talk about and all those. Okay. Uh, we also got a new league system this week, um, which. Uh, uh, Nivik has been playing. None, none of the rest of us have, and and you've been enjoying it so far, Kevin. Yeah, I have. It's the well, one thing that I would say to everyone about the new league system right now is I would encourage you if you're going to play league at any point, and you can right now, mm-hmm. if you're interested in playing league, basically play now. Like, like I mean, literally, like tomorrow, as soon as possible, because. Because you may as get in a game be- with Zatman who will carry you into a win. Well, you're not <laughs> or- going to get in a game with Zatman because he's already in, I think, oh. Silver Silver 5. Or yeah. maybe he's in, I think he's in Bronze 1. Yeah. But the import- the real thing is, like, yeah, you might get in a game with a pro and that's really cool. But really, there are so many people in the low tier pool right now 
that you have a much better chance of being with all those people that are still good because they just started playing again. So they have to rank themselves up and they'll be able to help you. And if you're good, you'll be able to help them. Whereas if you wait until two months from now, the people that are in Bronze 5 are going to be people that either suck or have never played League before. And, They're not going to be the people that are good. They're going to be up somewhere else. You're going to be in what's called yeah. ELO hell. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe MM, MR. Is it MMR or MRR? Match. MMR. M MR. Matchmaking rating. Hell. And basically what, what you get are the people who don't know how to play the game or the BMers. Because it's shown right. statistically that BMers cause teams to win even if they're good players more so often than it is for you know other people so they get stuck in what's called this this hell because they're like yours you suck and we're losing because you suck and they drag their team down every time they play and so they yeah. stay at that level for life and we'll, we'll get more into beam later that's ah, another segment okay. how many segments do we have you're the one know. that made the show <laughs> i know it's crazy <laughs> so that's same. awesome the new league leak says it sounds like we need to get into we also got new skins this week the blind vengeance nemesis she's a ninja a ninja nemesis yeah, yeah. anybody buy it anybody got it yet no, no not yet. yet. i will I, I would get it i don't i, I don't would. play nemesis so yeah it, it, it's i do but i'm where also not jungler anymore so well uh, it's it's to the point where if i don't play that particular god i'm less inclined even if it's a really cool skin i'm less yeah. inclined to get that skin unless i actually play that god. exactly me too once i'm down with her i only have two hundred fifty thousand gems right now so i have to use them wisely so, <laughs> so if you're down with Thank them you you'll get the skins yeah <laughs> but you're not down with we, we also got a golden <laughs> oorl it's a murloc all good, of a sudden. And our good friend, a Mr. Skin. <laughs> our, good friend, our good friend, Mr. Deffy Jones, is already a legendary Uller, so he's got that golden black He Uller. loves it. A couple days ago, he got he got legendary, and it's kind of funny to get legendary on such a new god, but he has done nothing but play Ool every single time, every single day, many, many matches. I know who I ban when so, I play against him. And he's already gotten a couple of like in-game comments like, "Oh wow, a legendary Ool? That's weird." But I mean, he's very good at him, and uh, so I mean, hey, choose your god and get good at him, right? So, uh, and now everybody's got a golden skin, right? Except for Except Osiris, for Osiris, yeah, and Miley, yeah, and Kubikarna. Don't oh, even yeah, don't. What are you doing? Don't you don't, don't like the wrecking ball? There. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One day we're going to see that skin. Okay, we also got updated, updated cards uh, for Bastet, the Golden Bastet, and the Dominatrix Bastet. Uh, so that's good. How good. About, uh, you get the next one, Nivy. There you go. Oh, uh, you also have the uh, some general changes. We've got uh, an assault, which is pretty a little controversial, actually. For some people, you can reroll your random god now for 250 favor or 25 gems. Which I don't know. Does that you guys think that throws things throws things off? Makes it, it not if, really if, random, or do you think you're okay with it? Not necessarily. Um, they weird. do put it at a cost. So if you're mm. low on favor or ha just don't have any gems, I mean, you're less likely to use it. Um, That's it, weird. It, it it is weird. I I, I don't I that. don't like it. I will say this. I thought I liked it at the beginning, but uh, to me, it's a it's it's a in-game ch ch game-changing effect. Like, it affects the game you're playing in because you got a god you suck with so much that you're willing to pay money to switch that god. Mm -hmm. And we, we can debate whether favors money or well, whatever, but right now you're playing a god that you're better with. 
Sure, the other people on the other team have the chance if they have the favor or the gems, which they probably have that little amount or whatever. Yeah. But it's still kind of a game changer. Like, what if the people on my team may suck at whatever they're playing but aren't willing to pay the money to do it? Because they just don't want to. Well, so, and the only time I've ever considered using it is, and I, I really haven't been, been playing all that much since the patch came out, but just thinking in my head, the only time I really would probably want to use it is if I'm leveling gods and I get a god that I've already mastered, and I I want to get another god, or the chance to get another god yeah. that I haven't mastered. Oh, just yet. a level. Okay. Yeah. So I want to know who is using this option. Who who? I'll use it all the who time. Who is using this feature? I will use it all the time. Well, I'm no, against no, no, it, I, but I I'll use it. I want to know who's using it wh- when I'm playing. I want to see a visual cue of who on the opposing team is using this. That way, like, like it shows their icon, like like shaking up exactly. or something. Like exactly, I, I, I want to see a well, frame. But I want to see an outline. What does that tell that you? That tells me that they have shifted the the game in in their favor. Well, I, I want to see that they well, have maybe altered the game. I right? think possibility. It, I think it only I mean, lets you do it one time, and if you still don't get someone that you're good with, you're well, you're sorry screwed. about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I want to know that the game has been altered. Uh, someone thought it was so important that they actually spent currency I, favor, of course. I, I think more importantly, the people who are on the same team as the person that switched should know. So when they suck at that second god that they got, you can rag they on them more. more. <laughs> well, I, I assume you would know, right? Because you do it. Well, yeah, you would everybody see. Everybody gets their god. And I haven't played it yet, so I don't know. I've been working to crap anyway so but i assume you see your god and then you're like oh no i want to pay to change and then like poof you're someone new i want a neon sign that says hey this guy just changed his god keep an eye on this guy because he's probably gonna suck yeah well well, what else i want to know is what if you're a healer yeah and the other team got a healer and you change it yeah. will let you roll out of being a healer, but it will not let you roll into being a healer. Oh. Okay, so if so you're the you healer and you roll, team. you just screwed your team over if you yeah. don't get a healer then. See, okay, see, again, that that's not fair to the other four players. Okay. Like, that's my problem with this. It's not fair to the other four players. I'm going to use it all the time. Well, like, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> I'm going to use it because I'm going to use it if, if I get some god that I'm not working on, don't want to work on, and I just hate. Yeah. Or that I've worked on and already leveled to one and never want to play again. Yeah, I'm going to use it. Well, and I think I, I think if you roll a healer the first time, that second time you roll, I think they should limit the like if you're the healer or a healer. I think the only other gods you should roll with is is other healers. Right. So if I roll Aphrodite. Then the next role might get me raw, it might get me Changa, but I I can't get another role outside of the healer role. Right. If I roll the healer the first time, I I think that's only fair just to maintain that balance of healer for healer on each side. Because we saw an old assault where one team having a healer and one team not having a healer drastically changes the the. It, the it game. really does, and it depends on the healer too. I mean. Yeah. But why are you not okay with that person screwing them? I mean, yeah, they screw their team over, but they screw themselves over too. Because they screwed the team over. Yeah, because it's not the fault of the other four players that they decided to reroll. Like, can I pay two hundred and fifty to make him make him go back to it? <laughs> yeah, you know, I maybe he's, you should he's be able affecting to. my game by making that choice out of being a healer. Yeah, like I almost see it like on either you stay a healer and don't get that choice. Or it's like almost like a surrender vote. Like the team has to agree. Okay, you can change. Yeah. Like that's why they like 
why don't they make surrender where I can pay 250 gems and, and surrender at any time? And and that's that's why mm. I, I said if if you are a healer, then I I say that you should not be able to roll outside of that that class. Right. So I, to, I can agree yeah, with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, part of me almost wants to say. I, I almost either wish they would go back to where it's like class for class, yeah, uh, which would even make this even more sucky, uh, or just take that away and just go ahead and make it complete random, you know, ARAM assault. But eh, that's another topic. I, I, I've been in some very during the brief times where they've had just completely random, and I've been in in some assaults that were just ridiculous. Like one team has all melee. And the other team is totally balanced, and it's just like, yeah, yeah there's, rolls. there's, there's, rolls. yeah, there's, there is no chance we're gonna win. We're gonna try like hell, but we're not yeah. gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I wish they would change the map. I wish they would take one tower away. I wish. You should, I I want assault? assault to be much faster. Oh. Okay. So I want them to so make basically it like joust. random. Um. Yeah. Almost like joust. Uh, and maybe it's maybe not take the tower away, but maybe take the phoenix away. Uh, I, I want it to do so much faster that you don't care if you get screwed. Yeah. Right? It's just a fun. You hop in uh, and you I go see. at it. Yeah. Right. And you go back and forth and it's done. And so if you get screwed, whatever. It was a 10 minute game. Right. You know, I don't know. Oh, okay. And maybe put some siege minions in. Oh, they should also make it two lanes, I think. And have a okay, I'm going to hang up on Kevin until he quits <laughs> drinking or whatever is happening. Yeah. So they also, this week, they updated the Accolade art. Uh, and they're more like, I don't know, they're they're we, they're different. They're, yeah. I, don't, I like the new ones. I, I like them all. Weird. I like the old ones. I like the new ones. Yeah, They are definitely cool looking. Definitely kudos to the artist. But I really dug that they were tokens. They were little medallions. They yeah, looked so epic. I, I, I like the, the medallion idea. I did too. It it, it like it felt like it met something. It was just like bam. Now it just feels like an element, like an art thing, like a picture, like a it, a disjointed. Well, it's, it's actually my used during the tournament, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, so here's what I my weird uh, half and half. I really like what the accolades look like when you're in the game. But when you're yeah. out of the game, looking at like the screen, they look weird. Yeah. They, so they, I think the in-game accolade should be these ones, and the out-of-game accolade should be the tokens. Well, yeah. what if they had these acolytes with the kind of a token behind it or a circle? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. They could like so remake them so they turn into tokens for when so you're out of the game. On, so I think it looks you know, better. Yeah. So it's uh, symmetrical or the same or whatever. You know what right. I'm talking yeah. about. But again, you Similar. know, like high-res... Hi Great artists over there. Yeah, it's great they, art. They, I mean, no matter what we say about like liking yeah, the aesthetics of that, it's definitely it's cool. It's always <laughs> jarring seeing the UI and all these things change from time to time, and and after the game is already launched, it's just kind of odd to see something that you're so used to and you you love so much just suddenly change. I don't know. It's true, it's, true, but does everybody remember how upset we were with the item changes? And now. We don't care. Can you even remember the item changes? Like, I still what were like the items back when the witch stone, and it was a green ball looking lantern thing. I still like that to this day. I but don't that's like the one witch item. Blade. But like, I can't even remember half the other items. Like now, the new items. That, yeah, those are yeah. the items. That's and, true. Yep. So it's like you it seems to, like you learned to like. And, and, and was that, that been that, a month? Yeah, only uh, a month or so. Uh, it's I been a bit. It's, it's been it's been like a month and a half. But it's like anything. We'll we'll get used to these. But it's still. Right now, it's very jarring change, and I just, yeah. I preferred the medallions when, like, I loved going to the lobby and seeing my little medallions. I did too. Over just, there. For, but I really you know, think in-game, especially uh, the Deicide one, 
with like the, the golden thing with the big horns and it comes up on screen. Deus. Like it looks way cooler than the token, I think. Yeah. The pentakill with the with the upside down pentagram is like a devil's like Rawr. Yeah, and so it's got cool. like the five heads on it. Like that's yeah. so cool. Oh well. But anyway. We so, uh, we we change, we live, we learn, we we uh we Speaking change of changing and people. learning. Yes. There was a huge relative change yeah. to conquests, and that is mid fury camps spawn every three minutes now instead of every two minutes. Which is great. Which really changes a lot. It might seem like a weird change, but the jungler has a lot more time to do other things now. The mid camps ha- or the mid laner has more time to do other things now. Mm-hmm. But also it means they're more important. It means you risk more to get them because they aren't as often. So it is worse to miss one of these camps than it is to miss one of them previously. Or for the for you know, most of the game. Once it gets to Lake Even everyone's twenty, they don't matter anymore. But mm-hmm. I hate but, the mid camps. Oh my gosh. Brent, Brent probably hates towers and phoenixes and minotaurs. Are you a titans. tower hater? I do hate minotaurs. I love titans. <laughs> You're a titan lover? No, I don't hate mid camps. Um I I think it well, I don't know. See it's weird to me and, and it's probably because i played a lot of lol before i played smite like when you were mid you were mid right you didn't have to like like yeah you would go over and get a buff and and stuff but it's like mid camp almost becomes like a job of the mid right like like those those which camps. it is it is a job of the mid yeah uh the jungler and, the and i wish they would push them away from the mid mm-hmm. and leave it just to junglers like make the jungle. That's the jungler's job is to jungle. I don't know. Well, it is. It is mm. the jungler's job to get mid camps. It's not just mid. It's mid. I'm it's not mid's saying job it's just, but it's it. part of their job. Right. And so now they've got to do something else besides mid. Well, I, 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 I think it it depends to on me, the, per, the yeah. strategy of the team that's playing, uh, how they. Dis- well, there's designate. a right way and a wrong way. I mean, if well, I mean, saying. there's a lot of people who play different. <laughs> Different, slightly variations of the meta yeah. that are still successful. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, against weaker sort of. teams, yeah. Meh. Against bad teams, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Devs, dude. I, speaking of metas, though, I I want to see more invasions. Like, I feel like we don't have invasions. Like, invasions. Like, and playing LOL, like, you would go, like, hey, y'all want to invade? And we'd be like, yeah. And so what you would do, instead of, like, placing out at your little camps, waiting for the, you know, the mid camp and the blue you, camp. You, you, you went would, to the other. The five guys would go to the red camp on the other side where you knew their their jungler would be starting. And you'd be sitting there in the bush. And he would be like, oh, I'm going to get my red. You'd jump out, kill him, take his red, and then scoot back to the other side. Oh, and, and yeah. Because I've been watching some, um, you know, lower level tournaments, and there is a lot more invasions and a lot more people taking chances because either they're not as well versed in the current meta, or they're just taking chances because no one ever expects you to do that because right. they expect you to stick to the meta. Yeah, right. And in some cases they were very successful, in some cases they weren't. Right. It just depends on the the comp of your team That's and how fun. how proficient they are with the gods that they're playing yeah and that's but I, exciting too uh for uh commentators could you imagine what they could say what are these during guys that, doing right? like, like and you could could you imagine the the audience watching like that's exciting for everybody and the team that is invading the only person that is not gonna find this amusing at all is that one guy that's getting <laughs> his ass kicked right <laughs> so that is great i love that idea but I, I i will point out that several um 
you know, people who played Smite from the very beginning and pro players have told us that a five-man roaming team used to be one of the metas that, that went through mm. and gradually it was phased out because better well, techniques were, were found. Right. So it, it's not necessarily a new thing. It's just it's been tried and then people found that it was easier to do it this way. Well, it's safer. It's definitely safer. It's just definitely to stick safer with the meta, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but now everybody's feeling safe. Let's make them feel unsafe. People. Yeah, like yeah. the the best thing you can do if you safe. want if you want to throw a wrench in the in the stuff is to change it, especially in a method that um, has been tried before and been successful. Just was put to the side because there was an easier way to do it. Yeah, yeah. But if it's yeah. if it can be successful, then yeah, definitely try it at least once just to throw the other team off especially if you're playing like a in a tournament where it's like you know best two out of three throw one of them in there where you just totally break meta and do successful and then the entire time in that third game if if it's tied up they're like so are they gonna do a five-man jungle (laughs) yeah Yeah, (laughs) i don't know what's going on right i love that i love that that's cool so Uh, there are also some uh, god balances this week in particular uller had his Ooh. movement speed reduced, and he had the projectile speed of his one when he's in axe mode reduced considerably. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, he's a little bit not as overpowered now, but he's still a top ban. He's been banned in every single um, league game that I played, so he's still a top ban. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, another change that actually just came out today that's going to be in the patch tomorrow, Friday, uh, Conquest Premade is going to require 16 Mastered Gods to play now, just like League does. Easy. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> our, our, so Mr. Deffy Jones, you got some work to do. Oh, That's all I'm gonna say. You didn't have 16 yet. Jeez, I thought that was. And then well, uh, also, level 10 Uller. <laughs> and then uh, a small change for pre-made. They added the six band mode that is in the all the big stuff now, but it's also in pre-made. So they just well, screwed yeah, that it, over. It, it wah, wah, that, that which is a natural progression. Yeah. But so yeah. Nice. What's our next segment, Mr. Fierton? Well, I don't know. I see what you did there. What? Yeah. Interesting. So I think this segment's all about the new siege mode that we all love. Two lanes. Uh, lots of uh, jungle in the middle. Yeah. There's a monster in the middle that's not really a monster yet. It's it, more like a little love. um. Girl. I feel like I'm Mr. Negative tonight. It's a shiny well, you don't like Siege? It, it, it needs some polish. It definitely needs some yeah. polish. Brent yeah. hates everything about like, Smite, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't hate Siege. Yeah. <laughs> I like the concept of Siege. I love mm-hmm. the map. I think the map's awesome. The map yeah. is beautiful, really. My yeah. problem with it is... I feel like I was sold a bill of sales, and it the didn't, back and forth and back and it forth. It didn't come to fruition. I was told wait, this wait. was going to be a short contract. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about it being a thirty-minute game in between <laughs> arena and conquest? Twenty to thirty-minute game. Yeah, like yeah. the original was like this is going to be fifteen. All might have lasted longer than like most of the conquest I ever play. Really, and, and I believe it's the problem because like once you get past that mid stage, there's just such a back and forth. Like, it's like you push the towers to there, and then you die, and then they push the towers back, and you die. Yeah. And and it, okay, so probably part of it is us sucking and not knowing the proper meta. Yeah. Uh, cause well, there isn't a meta. There isn't one. So. Well, I know. Well, but there's going to be one. Right. And I'm until actually. we learn that, I think we're going to have this horrendous, like, long back and forth. Because the problem is when you die, 
they're going to push the lanes and the towers, and it's basically the same thing, right? And so it's yeah. just going to go back and forth until you don't die, basically. Right. And you're going to come back to life, and then you'll kill them because they're right on your Titan, and then you push the lane back just enough for them to all come back to life, and then they kill you. Like, Brett and I had a game yesterday that was literally this. Like, they would get to our Titan, we'd deicide them, and then our guys didn't know how to push lanes, apparently. So Brett and I would run up and be like, attack right lane, attack right lane, and they'd all be dilly-dallying left lane, doing nothing. Yeah. We'd get up to their base by, like, the two of us, and then they'd all be back. Well, thanks, guys. That was worthless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where I had a game where every time we'd be pushing a lane, and it was, like, me and Silver, I think Akami was playing. Alice, no, Alice wasn't playing. And, uh... I swear we'd be like pushing a lane, four of us. It'd be me, Silver, and these two guys. And then we'd get to the Phoenix, and we're about to like push the Phoenix down. They'd just like beeline for the other lane, and and here Alquong and <laughs> whoever I, whoever I was playing like pushers, yeah. Like we're Al-Kwong not going to handle four people like coming after the Phoenix, and it's like, um, where are you going? Like every time, and so then we would have to leave, and then we. So it's just like, oh, that's. So I don't yeah. know how to fix it, and I think, like, like I'm saying, I think the meta may fix it because I think there's some things that like people aren't doing. Yeah. Like, like part of me is like I want a strategy where I think, uh, like when you get a tower out, a lot of times I see people go immediately back when the tower comes out to buy, mm-hmm. so they can like run out in the tower, through the portal, and be on the tower. But I think maybe what you need to do is continue to push the lane until your towers like halfway or closer to you and then be back because you don't need that much time when you be back you just be back heal up grab your stuff and hop and teleport so you, portal, yeah. like half the time i see people sitting there and like waiting for the tower to go forward or end up running out mm-hmm. right after the tower because they went ahead and beat back wait yeah. keep pushing the lane because you need that push and that's just going to get your your siege tower further right yeah okay and then yeah. be back and like so you're basically trying to time it where you get to the end point of your lane at the same time as the tower so you got your maximum push there yeah yeah um or let your tower push the lane and while they're going over there split push baby yeah all five of you just crowd the other lane and push it all the way see hmm. i played during the um i haven't played much this week but during the the public test server testing of it all i saw was people spending way too much time in the jungle all the buffs are gone and they're just going back and forth between the lanes but they're not really doing anything while they're in the lanes they're just mostly spending their time in the jungle like that center uh minion that calls the siege minion regardless of whether you had uh vision on it when it died you're gonna see when it comes back up there's no need for you to be hanging around you and know. you also know when it went down because all of a sudden you get this big notification that says enemy siege minion has spawned. Yeah, and, yeah. and there's no re- real reason for you to stand in the middle smoking a cigarette waiting for it to come back up. Right, because yeah. it's bad for your health. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's going to kill you a lot faster than uh, <laughs> but you know, like, Loki. You know, I'm pushing the left lane as, as Neath, and there's like one other person in the right lane, and then there's like everybody else on my team is either back at base or in the jungle, and I'm like, what are you... Oh, yeah. Do you not understand the purpose of this mode is to push lanes? Like, you can't push a lane if you're not in a lane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, and I think the towers do less than... I think people are giving towers too much credit right now. Yeah. And so it's like you said, they... Like, I know it's Nivik's strategy, not to point a finger, but it's like, to get those tickets, you do get more jungling. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you can jungle and get the tickets faster and get a tower out. 
but I think maybe pushing the lane instead might do you better. Well, well, and you also well, you you get points for killing minions too. I mean, you get points for pushing lane and killing gods. You right. just get the they just it, the the important part is that you want to make sure you're always getting the jungle camps. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, you can have two people pushing, and one guy go get the camps. I mean, that's the way yeah, junglers well, are for. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that the the jungle is totally irrelevant. But you can't spend ninety nine percent of your time in the jungle and expect to win a siege. Yeah, match. yeah, or match. no, I agree. I agree. I um, just, yeah. I, I, I think it's also important to uh, to note the mechanics of of siege and less than like what what people are like how people react to the mechanics. Like you know, like like you said, like I I know that like this is how people are playing the game. It's like well, people are running through the jungle thinking they're being useful or trying to shift from right to left lane, but also like the mechanics of the game are more important than how people react because like and and like Brent said, well, the metas are going to shine through at some point. Like somebody's going to figure out how to friggin' play this game and tell everybody and everybody's going to be, gonna like, be oh yeah, and they're all going to play it correctly. But I think what Hi-Rez is doing, and this is just my opinion, they're they're looking at the mechanics and going, now this is a viable game. There are so many options here. We're giving all these players so many options. They don't even know what the best play is going to be. Yeah. But but yeah. you have so many options open, and uh, and and my favorite mechanic, which I I think is really fascinating, is the fact that the left lane moves up, like like it's or no, it moves down. It's it's a uh, it's a defense lane, right? So well, the the defense and offense lanes are whichever ones you want them to be. Yeah, yeah. I there's mean, no, well, there's no one particular. It's it's, it's which way your towers are. are your, when, when your tower is spawned, doesn't it only go up? One lane. It, it goes up one Am lane, right? but there, the the mechanics on that are if there's a close tower, the like closer if, objective. The closer objective is where it's going to spawn. So right. If, so if, if the objectives one, are equal, it'll spawn randomly. Yeah. So oh, okay. if you have one tower on the left and two towers on the right, it's going to spawn on the right because the closest objective is on the right. Oh, so it could yeah. go either. So way. It can go either oh, okay. way. Right. So and maybe, okay. the, well, like like I said, okay. I'm going to hold judgment until we play a few more weeks because I do yeah. think it's kind of hard to judge map day one, like before people are. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. That's, but it, that could be a, a way to fix it. Currently, is always spawn in the one that has the least objectives, more push. Yeah, yeah. Because they want it fast. That would be one way to speed it yeah. up, I think. Yeah, now one uh, kind of uh, other opinion I have. I just wanted to say that the art on this map. Is so it's like a breath of fresh air, you know. Like yeah, it's nice. It, it, it reminds me of uh, playing uh, was it Sawmill in Team Fortress Two when that map was released, the oh, like yeah. mountain level, you know, and the art style is completely different than anything you'd seen before. Mm-hmm. And you walk in, it's just like this is awesome. So yeah. A plus on map design. A plus, yeah. love it, love it. The artwork, like the there's one jungle camp that has like uh, two two dragons or something looking at each other and we we had a uh, silver sitting between it as Alkong getting pictures <laughs> yeah, getting pictures and the little so chalk fun. babies running around yeah the minions like oh the minions. god the, like yeah yeah awesome map awesome map uh, all the other mechanics and stuff will work its way out and i'm, I'm sure they'll Yeah do. they'll figure it out they've they've played i mean this is the first week it still says beta in the game so well yeah. and, and like also, they're also the, the teleport needs a sound effect i know it's in beta but freaking it needs a sound effect well and, and like I uh, like what Dry was saying during his interview is 
they have such a wide variety of people who are doing the playtest with them. So their estimates of how long matches are going to be is mostly based on what they've done during playtests, which, depending on what group of people they had in that day, could be vastly different than the next day with a totally different group of people. Yeah. So right. it, I'm sure they're going to do... If, if it turns out that it's taking longer to play a siege map in the long run than it is to play a conquest, I'm sure they're going to make some tweaks to to speed it up. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree with that. That sounds good. All right. Well, cool. Well, that was I excellent. You, I see what you did there. Yeah. What a great one. Okay, let's move it on then. Loki. Loki's lurking. That was weird. That was All weird. Right. It confused me. <laughs> so we just have like a quick little thing here. Uh, so th- this segment is going to be like data mined information that people found on, on the Reddit. Uh, or other places, and the only thing we have here is that the next god in Smite is supposedly Janus. Janus. Who is Janus. the Roman god of, like, the beginning and the end, or something weird like that. And uh, and the the things we think we know about it, uh, because they found uh, uh, two different abilities, uh, a portal and a death gate mirror, so, and also a video showing them working on a mechanic of portals, so we think this god's going to be able to portal somehow, either portal other people or portal themselves. But mm-hmm. uh, which would be a really cool mechanic. Like imagine him being like the jungler or something, oh. just being able to hop around everywhere. Like all of a sudden he's at this camp. Oh, now he's ganking. Like nice. I could see uh, maybe a skin from a Rocky Horror Picture Show. A little uh, Damus Janus. Wow. Yeah, that was bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Holy I'm sorry. Crap. I'm sorry. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, I kind of ruined that one. (laughs) All right, so next segment. You're in timeout. (laughs) What what just happened? It it was horrible. Just hit the bumper. Oh, jeez. Damn it, Janice. Osiris. This is our Osiris segment. Broken god (laughs) of the afterlife. Yeah, it needs to sound Egyptian because you know what he is? He's Egyptian. Like an Osiris. Wow. That's right. So, Osiris, uh, never has there been nor shall there be a king more perfect than Osiris. He's the son of the earth god Geb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Osiris was d- uh, divine royalty by birth and all the land his birthright. Benevolence and prosperity were the hallmarks of his reign. Would, they, would that he had been left to shape the world? But jealousy of his brother, Set, changed the course of fate. Seeking to usurp the throne, Set deceived and murdered his brother. Tearing his body to pieces and casting them across the land, Isis, Osiris' wife, secretly fled while Set plunged the kingdom into darkness. So Osiris has some abilities, and we'll just go over them nice and quickly. Isis is the wife? Yes. Yeah. That's insane. Okay. Yeah. So also, is, is there's Fenrir something like their dog, their pet? Is the pieces? I, I believe that uh, Anubis actually helped to f- find the pieces and put them back yeah. together. Oh. You know, now one of the reasons that he's actually not, the he didn't get recovery complete is because there's one piece missing that Isis couldn't find. Do you want to know what piece it was? His penis. penis. Exactly. That's it correct. was? Yes, really. It literally was. I had no clue. Wow. I just I, you're right. Good yeah. guess, really, 
Thanks. They, ISIS couldn't well, find it. I think Afro got it too. I think yeah. we did it in harmony. So wow. he couldn't be. You want to do it again? Penis. And in some versions of the myth, Set actually ate it. Whoa. And that's why they hey. couldn't get it. Oh, wow. Does it taste like yep. bacon? I don't know, man. Or is you want to try it out? Wrong show. <laughs> so his wow. basic attack is a little weird. He does uh, two. He does a four-hit attack sequence, and the last two of them are AoE damage, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. That's about his only lane clearing. <laughs> but it's also great for jungle camp clearing, like I said earlier. Yeah. 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 So his passive is that uh, every time he uses an ability, he loses a part of his body, and he gains physical protection for parts of his body that he's lost. And after he loses all of his body, he can walk through things, and he doesn't have the movement penalty from doing basic attacks. So you can just walk right through in a mirror wall, like no props. Now, is that the first time that uh, Hyres has used that mechanic of walking through anybody? Is I there think any, so. any yeah. other god that can do that? I'm pretty I, sure I he's the first one. I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay. Oh, so there's uh, a Casper the Ghost can. Oh, yeah, he can do that. That's <laughs> right, yeah. He's a hidden thank, one. Thanks uh, for being here. Yeah. You can actually select Casper uh, on the title screen by uh, pausing it and going up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select start. F4. Uh, and then F4. F4. There's another Alt tip F4. for you. And then yeah. uh, what? There's another tip for you. Right? What's that? No, you, oh, that the was tip. the tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's was that came from Dry Bear, actually. I don't know why you <laughs> told us that. that he weird. wouldn't steer us wrong. <laughs> anyway, moving <continue>. on. <laughs> So he uh, his uh, one ability is just a line ability where he tosses a sickle forward and it slows people. His two is a area of effect ability that he imbues his flail and it uh, gains him some movement speed. And if it is if the sickle is on the guy, then it hurts them extra. Or sorry, am I reading wrong? It, it, it makes the slow stronger. My yeah. bad. Yeah. His three is pretty crazy. Uh, it tethers anyone near him in an area effect near his body. And anyone that's tethered to him does less damage to everyone. They just do less damage in general. And at the end of the tether, they are stunned, which is crazy, that free stun. Like, I mean, think about it. There's some alts that stun for less time than the judgment tether does. And it's just an area of effect thing. You just hop into a team fight. Like, imagine hopping into a team fight using your Aegis. So you're invincible, and then your entire team gets this free stun. For ah. 1.4 seconds. I'm pretty sure Geb's stun is shorter than that. I think Geb's stun is only one second. Yeah, but it seemed like that area was pretty easy to get out of. Like, maybe he was chasing someone else or something. I guess that's true. If they, if they leave the area, yeah, that's true. Then that breaks the tether, but... Hmm. Yeah. Uh, his final ability is a, just a big old jump, and he jumps and deals area of effect damage on where he lands, and he sheds all of his fragments... And gains the benefit of his passive, so you can jump on somebody and then beat them all, beat on them, because they uh, you don't have the movement speed penalty from your basic attack. Yeah, and that is Osiris's uh, his abilities. I, I see Osiris in every single arena match I play on our team and on the opposing team, and what they do is they sit around in this <laughs> in this mode. Of uh, you know, Lord of the Afterlife. What what is the mode again? Um, when you're lost all your body parts and you're a ghost, you're Casper. Fragmented. Um, Fragmented. Yeah, and and they walk around and they're they don't even attack minions or anything because you don't want to lose that form because you only have six basic attacks. 
Yeah, so, so you just run through people. But you can run through the minions. It doesn't but, even matter. Well, but they, they watch their whole team take the minions down, and they can't help. And it just looks weird to me, because I'm like, dude, <laughs> help me. The minions are about to walk to the freaking portal. And he's standing around. He's like, no, man, I don't want to lose my form, right? <laughs> so I'm like, God, you suck in arena. Anyway, so. You suck. <laughs> you just got to get that ISIS skin, and then you can say it all the yeah, time. Yeah, you suck. It might sound something like this. Or maybe something like, <laughs> or something like, you can, can I have it back? That was fascinating. <laughs> can I have you it back? Played. You like that? That was very fascinating. And that was, Osiris. Osiris. Our next segment. That was beautiful, man. I can't believe it how beautiful that like, was. It goes all something like this. It's hammer time! Thor's top five. Ooh, we got a good list for you today. Yeah, we do. This is the top five Smite-based movie names. Ooh. At number five, mm. we have When Minions Attack. Nice. Drums, drums. I'd watch that. Number four, we got... God Busters. Who you gonna smite? <laughs> okay, that one's bad. I, I probably wouldn't watch that one. No. <laughs> but I would watch number three, which is Honey, I Shrunk the Towers. On second thought, no. No, no I, I wouldn't watch that one. <laughs> it's number two, though. This one's pretty good. It is Saturday Smart Fever. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm totally down about that one. And then number one. <laughs> God's Gone Wild. I'd watch that one. God's Gone, gone wild. wild. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, God's Gone Wild. You're I totally watched that one. Like, totally you, awesome. So you're yeah, going to God's Gone Wild 2 and 3 and 4 and 5 and 6? Yeah. One yeah. for each pantheon. Get that popcorn. One for each female goddess. I mean, male god. Yeah, you pervert. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what? Yeah, you pervert. Yeah. Nice job. Thanks, Thor. That was Thor's top five. Wow, that was extra special this week. <laughs> What's I don't know about you, but I thought it was great. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm thirsty, though. I huh? propose a <laughs> okay, so we got one this week that, uh, you know, we decided that we wanted to make a drink that uh, you could make non-alcoholic or alcoholic, depending on uh, your preference. If you're Bacchus awesome. or if you're Bacchus's um, son, Brewski. who's underage. Brewski, is that his name? Is that what you said? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you say his Bacchus's son's name's son Brewski? Brewski? There you go. It's a great name. <laughs> Come here, Brewski! <laughs> I want to show like you it. something. Okay, so it's it's uh, do you give the name first, or do you wait and give it and see if people can think? Just of it? just give the name. Oh, he's ready to go. <laughs> he's he's ready. like, I'm doing a show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is called the Cupid's Heart Bomb. Cupid's Heart Bomb. 
And uh, so basically, you're going to get uh, like 16 large, fresh strawberries. Big ones. Berries. The, the jumbo strawberries. strawberries. You can get them at your local uh, grocery store. Yeah. There you go. You yeah. can do that. And you're going to take them, and you're going to cut off the top and maybe the bottom if you need to flatten out so it can stand up like a shot glass. And yeah. then you core out the inside of it. So this takes a little little work. But it's it's yeah. all it. preparation. Make your uh, little hole. So then you're going to uh, get some strawberry jello mix and uh, 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 one cup of boiling water, uh, eight ounces of tequila. Yeah. Tequila. And uh, six ounces of, of Contro. So what is Contro? Uh, it's like a sweet um, liqueur. Yeah. Okay. So it's a flavor. I was trying to think of that word, and it wasn't coming to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically, basically, people use it instead of, um, what's it called, in margaritas. Margaritas use tequila and... Uh, sour mix? No. The other alcohol in there. Water? Okay, y'all know. No. Water. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, it's this is basically almost like a, a tequila shot. So anyway, you boil the water. Uh, I I usually just do it in the microwave for about three and a half minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you mix it with the Jello mix and you stir it for about two minutes. Get that nice and um, um, emulsified or whatever. Well, it's not gelatinous yet. You want to get oh, the okay. basically your the sugar and stuff. You're melting. Oh, okay. So okay. you want it all melted up again. Then you combine the liquors into a shaker or a cup with some ice and you're going to get it nice and cold and then you mix in the uh, fourth cup of water to that some more cold water okay uh and so then that's all chilled what you mix in with the jello and this is basically how you make jello right but you're doing it with mm-hmm. liquors this time so then you fill the jello mix into the strawberries put them in the freezer for uh, at least two hours or overnight but then you will have a strawberry uh uh, jello like shooter tequila inside it's the, got a little kick the Come strawberry and it's like sealed with jello it's got to be awesome yeah and, and you just eat the strawberry that's it yeah. you eat these things they're cupids the whole thing. heart bombs you just eat them throw them in your mouth well, heart and bomb. if you eat enough of them they really will bomb your hearts yeah yeah well well after they get your liver but wow that's they'll amazing move up to your heart that's amazing love those so we're gonna, right. we're gonna make these sometimes maybe maybe uh the convention yeah that, that was a little bit too much effort to be putting in at the studio tonight oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah <laughs> so that was great okay all right wow what a show this has been it what, is what a, been a show. show what a show and if you enjoyed you got- it you need to make sure you come back next week because we have the second half of the interview with Dry Bear. Right. Mm-hmm. We also have a discussion topic for Agnes Hot Topic next week, so maybe you can send in your thoughts on it. Uh, but the topic is going to be, what is BMing? Because I think a lot of people don't really understand the difference between BMing and letting people know they suck. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oops. See, yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to straighten That's that right. all out for everybody. It's right, controversial. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, Brent, i got to ask you, uh, what's that URL if people want to submit? It's a... Uh, Smite dash. <laughs> you had to think about it. <laughs> I can't remember which way it goes. All right, you think about it while uh, I, I um, smite submit um, While Maybe? he's doing that, leave us S- iTunes reviews. That helps the show go to the top. Helps everybody know that there's a Smite podcast out there, and we 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 try to uh, let you guys in on uh, what's what's going on. 
Um, it, it gives us a good outlet on uh, talking about the game because that's all we do is we play Smite and we want to know everything about it and we want to let everyone know what we have learned and if we are wrong, let us know uh, by submitting things to us at smitesubmit.deadworkers.com <laughs> That's you absolutely can also, right. And I'm going to get it right this week. Call us at 662-736-8260. Nice. Yes, sir. And uh, there's only one last thing you got to do. You got to do this every day. Do you got to do it? You do. And that is... Smite! You are now at the end of another episode of On Smite. A podcast brought to you by the Dead Workers Party. Listen every week by subscribing on iTunes or by visiting smite.deadworkers.com. Watch the episodes on youtube.com slash deadworkersparty or see the live show at deadworkers.com slash live. <laughs>